In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. Call it England's revenge. Matthew Fitzpatrick wins the U.S. Open at Francis Wimet's house. What a crackerjack United States Open we had last weekend, and we are here this week to break it all down. Say hello to the gang. John Ronas, the director of golf at River Creek in Leesburg, Virginia. Golf Good to clap be here. for you, my friend. Buddy Christensen, owner of Golfdom, right here in Tyson's Corner, where we are situated today in the center fitting bay. And Ron Thomas, my longtime Maryland captain for the Potomac Cup. Boys, how are we doing today? It's great to be together. We haven't been together, together for a while, or at least great. I haven't been together. No, you, you haven't guys. been here. You yes. Good. Yeah. It's good. good to get you out here. What a, what a U.S. Open it was. Boy, I was thoroughly awesome. entertained. <laughs> Not just on Sunday as it came down to it, but I thought the whole thing was fantastic. To the point, Mr. Ronis, you being from there, New England, they got to go back to Olympic. They got to get that shoehorned into whatever few open dates are still left up to the next 50 years. Back to the country club? Back to the yeah. country. They got to go yeah. back there, not just for the course, but the fans make it as well. You know, that's exactly right. I think the fans have a huge... Boston fans are fantastic fans. Like them or dislike them, but they're good, passionate fans, right? Most, right. A lot of people hate them, but they're, they're always <laughs> passionate about their sports, and they're fairly knowledgeable about their sports. And the history of the country club and the Francis we met uh, when makes that a very historic place, and I think it showed itself to be almost a perfect venue at three, four under par for most of the tournament. Yeah. They didn't run away with it. Right. And it wasn't boring golf. There was movement. There was gettable holes. Let's talk Fitzpatrick. Ronnie, I'm coming to you first. This newfound speed demon who has added, I don't know how many yards exactly, I don't know how much club head speed, but he's been speed training Matthew Fitzpatrick has come to a next level now. This is why he won, because he now can knock it out there with the big boys. Are you as impressed as I am that a guy can add that kind of distance and speed without wrecking everything? Yeah, I am. And uh, if you watch his golf swing, it's just a, you know, it's self-made, homemade, if you will. And I appreciate the fact that he has maintained his golf swing. You mean by homemade? Uh, Well, I mean... I mean homemade meaning not overly taught, but it's a simple... Uh, athletic movement. Well, it, it comes inside yeah, pretty far, which you wouldn't really teach. Maybe the old days with the hickory Hogan. shafts. Yeah, Hogan, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby Jones. Yeah, yep. uh, But it comes pretty far inside, and then it gets a little upright, which is good. And uh, from there, it's just – I think that's where the speed training comes into play. It gets into the hitting area very – uh, solidly, and what he does especially is he releases the club head, and I think that was right. a huge advantage for him down the stretch because yeah. so often you see guys under the gun and the club doesn't get released. Yeah. And he just steps up and hits it. That, that's one thing yeah, I admire that's about That's what's I mean, amazing. Yeah. Is the, the, from, from setup to trigger was sometimes <laughs> so fast. I was like, wow, he just got up there and laced one. Yeah. You know, buddy, uh, guys have wrecked themselves. I'm thinking Ian Baker Finch thinking they've got to be longer. Well, Rory kind of did it to himself for a little while, right? He put himself in the ditch for a while, but yeah. if you watch that, like, he struck it so well 
outside of the speed, you wouldn't even think about the speed. It was just he was hitting everything. I think he was the only right. guy to hit the third green, right? Was it third two? short par four? Uh, par f- Oh, yeah, right. It was, short, it was a par four converted to a par three, I think. Well, there was one well, on short Sunday, par four. He drove he, he number drew, five. Drove number yeah. five. Yeah, yeah. He just, and he so, didn't even watch it land. Right. He just teed off, bent down, grabbed his tee, and knew where it was. And, and he might have hit, hit num- number eight and two. <clears throat> Did he hit 17 greens on, on Sunday? 17 yeah. greens, 17 but greens. he had two eagle putts as well. Right. So yeah. it, 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 was, it was awesome to watch. I mean, you know, he has been, Ronis, this guy we've known about. And it's like, this kid's going to be good. Had won the U.S. Amateur, right, yeah. at Brookline. So he's been a known entity, and he has been – I would dare say a bit of a perennial disappointment. Yeah, I mean, not a disappointment. Disappointment for the, for the golf yeah. nerds who keep touting him, right. is what I mean. T- to win majors, which is so, so very difficult to do. Right. Um, you know, I was, I was talking with a, a 15-year-old, so this is when this stuff starts yesterday. And I said, you have to go through your last three tournaments, and you have to really highlight what keeps you from shooting. It's a good player. What keeps you from shooting under par? And we have to begin to attack that. If you can find something, one thing that you can attack to, to fix and to get under par, isn't that a great thing? And I think Fitzpatrick sat back and said, if I can keep this Rubik's Cube in place and just fix this one thing where I need to be able to attack with a 9-iron instead of a 7-iron, I need 20 yards off right. the tee. If I can do that, then I can win. Yeah. And he identified that as, as that thing that right. was lacking. And about, it worked How about so the fact far. that he writes a note in his notebook after every shot yeah. he hits in competition? No, period. Practice rounds. Every shot. Every shot that he's ever hit. Well, well, practice? Practice That's, rounds, playing writes, with his buddies. Oh. He writes down condition of turf, lie, wind, <laughs> where the ball ended know, up. And I, I didn't know it went to that Every degree. shot. And I saw it when is I it, played down. That, would you recommend that? Well, I'm it's, gonna... it's just routine. It's just routine. He might be writing down, uh, you know, blade of grass flew one foot. I mean, he, he might be writing down random things. Might be, uh, you know, Johnny just chugged another beer. <laughs> it's a routine of doing that, and it's most likely there's probably a little bit of superstition involved Is now. he, right, I was going to say, is he entering these notes into a database that's searchable? Oh. That's cross-referenceable it. cool. by distance and club selection. Zabe would I read that. He would definitely <laughs> right. read it. Right then. Great nighttime read for you. I, I said after he made that bomb on, what was it, 15? And the big fist pump, I bet he wrote in his notebook, Oh my God, I'm leading the Open right now! Yeah. <laughs> With two holes to play! He was playing down, when I played in Florida, uh, uh, I'll say it, down at Jordan's course. He was playing that day. The Grove. And we saw him a couple times because the course kind of just meanders back and forth. Right. And every time he was like, hey, how are you? You know, because you're just passing. Yeah. And uh, so he wasn't like he was completely fixated on right. the masterpiece of, of things. But he also legend, cool. legendarily had some buddies over for a bachelor party at his house I heard that. prior to the PGA Championship. And he said, look, you guys can come. I don't mind it, but I'm going to eat dinner with you. And I'm going to bed because I'm going to be practicing. And he stuck to it. Imagine a bachelor party with your best friends in your mansion raging around you. And you're like, nope, going to bed. 
that's the kind of discipline it takes, right? Yeah. It paid off for him. Well, yeah. and the backstory with him winning the amateur there and ha- staying with that family that he stayed same with. Family. And then he went and stayed with the same yep. family. Yep. And his parents have adopted Boston kind of as a second home. If yeah. you saw his dad had the Boston Red, Red Sox, Sox right. cap on. Right. And his uh, brother, an All-American at Wake Forest, yep. who was on the bag for him. There is no doubt that him winning the amateur there gave him the confidence yeah. and the experience uh, to win this. And I'll say tournament. his brother, uh, who plays with uh, at Wake with Michael Brennan, he did go rushing past his brother to go congratulate Zalatoris because Zalatoris is a big Wake fixture yeah. at Wake Forest. Yeah. Well, in a total class act, we're going to get to Zalatoris yeah. in a second. But by the way. The echoes that we met continue mm-hmm. through the ages. It's almost freaky to think about it. You know, here's an Englishman, right? Because it was the two English titans that we met beat, Varden and Ray. And he, is an, he was an amateur who won at the same course. We met was an amateur. And now he closes the circle. And the caddy. And the caddy. Yeah, and he, and he, and he looks like a kid. Because yeah. he's got the braces and yeah, he's got right? the face of a yeah. 12-year-old. It's magical stuff. So... Exit question, is Fitzpatrick ready to go next level now? Sure. I mean, he's already next level. He's in the top 20, let's okay. just say. Is he, is he going to be a, a, a powerhouse? I'm not sure. I think it's taken a lot, a lot of energy and a lot of commitment <clears throat> to get to where he's gotten to. I don't know if you can maintain that uh, pace and commitment with all the other distractions. If you had to bet on additional majors, what's the number? One. Okay, because it's hard, right? I, I would mm-hmm. say one. I, I mean, Scotty Scheffler almost won this thing again. I know. And, Salatoris. you know, he fell apart a couple times on Saturday and Sunday in little snippets of two or three, four holes. Otherwise, we're talking about he's not only are we talking about could he be. He Possible is grand slam in, except for the terrible middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie, how I think many, he's going to win the next tournament, the next major. I think he's going to win at St. Andrews. Why not? He's got the confidence. He's built yeah. to do this. He doesn't seem phased under the under the gun. Yep. At least he doesn't outwardly show it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can you imagine the reception he's going to get oh, when yeah. he goes back to St. Andrews? Probably a pretty it, decent win player, too, with that fairly well, flat Well, of course, swing. he grew up in England, yeah. sure. Yeah. I think he's the most likable English star. More so. Faldo was pretty dour when he played. I liked him more once he got in the booth. We'll talk about him stepping down. Uh, Westwood was a hard guy to get your arms around until later on in his career. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Colin Montgomery was... He's a Scot, though, so I'm just thinking... Oh, Englishman. Okay. Ro- Rose is a, just a charming fella. Yeah. But he has yeah. a look of snootiness. Yeah. And I can't, I can't get over it. Yeah. But he's a great guy. Okay, uh, let's talk Zalatoris. Um, he is knocking at the door. What's an understatement. He's what pounding a, the door yeah, down. Yeah, right. He yeah. is. What, what about him gives him that it factor? that you're like, this guy's got to be a stud, is a stud. Well, I mean, his ball striking, everyone comments about his ball striking, but I said it, we can look it up on the show a few weeks ago or a few months ago, that he, under the pressure, he tends to have a couple rights come in with yeah. someone who's that great a ball striker. And, um, and that but happened I, again I, on Sunday. It did. I think he's got all the intangibles. I think he's a pit bull. I think he's an excellent ball striker. I don't think he's a bad putter. Because when you analyze the, not the stroke, but the roll, it's very good. So I think he's got all the intangibles. He's young. He'll get there. I, well, someone, when they first saw him play, I believe he was 13 or 14 or 15 years old, and it was a, an accomplished tour player, watched him play, and he said, this guy 
is a future superstar, and that was based upon his ball striking. Hitting it in the center of the face, John Ronas. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting yeah. it Every consistently. With a square in the, face. With a square face. Yeah. It's hard. And, uh, you know, I, I just love – I'm so thankful that Shot Tracer is around on oh, every shot God because yes. these guys – it never leaves the flag, it the appears. The shot he hit on 17, 16, that par three, which was a brutal pin placement over the bunker. Incredible. And it was two-something. Six nope. iron. A laser. Six <laughs> iron. Laser. Two twenty-seven. I had seen for two, the day. Yeah. 227. I think that awesome. he is the future superstar of America, of the American superstar right. of so, nice. That said, what up with the putting stroke? I mean, oh, I don't know. This, I don't know. This, I don't know how hard it is to fix. It's so simple. It's, it's a joke. The short, and his, he's the sawing short. back and forth like a 30 <laughs> handicap, but the ball rolls perfectly straight. Right. So it's not a Mayfair cut. It's just they some say, sort of weird. They say the short stroke looks ugly, but is not that bad. They no, say that. They say the mid-range is better, and the long range is really good. Yeah. Long range but how do you, in it. how do you fix that short? I mean, this can't be Well, what's good. there to fix? A, a back and forth. But why? Because under pressure, this will. But um, it didn't. It, 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 it looks did. like it's going to every right? time. Every time. It's, it's, it's vomit worthy. Oh, it's bad. But when you watch the ball roll. It rolls, that line rolls end over it end does. perfectly. So you just don't mess with it until yeah. you have to. What's great is my wife, who asks great questions because she doesn't know a whole lot, she says, she looks at his uh, putter and his grip, and she's like, what, what do they call that? And I said, well, he's got three anti-screw-up things going on. He's got the mid-length putter, he's got the, the pencil grip, and he anchors it to his left yeah. arm. That's three Band-Aids. Yeah. And he's one of the best in the world. Yeah, and right. I, I guess you have to think that he went through something tragic. Because, as all I say <laughs> about people who are... He's too young to have all those crutches. Right, right. Those are old man crutches. Right, right. Yeah. It's a walker. All right. Uh, what's up with poor Rory? He didn't have it again. Is there something going on? I'm such a Rory stan. I'm not objective in this. I look at it and I go... Golf is hard, man. He was right there, and he had a few swings that went loose, and he finished, what, two shots back, top five? He's really good. Yeah, I know. He's fantastic. Consistently I mean, good. he's consistently one of the best players in the world. So, All right, well, if he is as good as everybody says he is. <laughs> he should win more. He should be winning. He should have won that tournament. He, he won the RBC, which was a great tournament the week before, but with, he had won fairway on the back nine of a national championship yeah. and won. That's not right to right. me. All right, but so, that's so, the move on number one, the first tee shot, I said, nope, he's not going to win. He he drops it inside, Ronas. Please. You know he does. <laughs> yeah, so, he does. And and unfortunately, when you have a move like that, it's it's somewhat timing-based or you know the, the box can fall a little bit too low on a certain day and not far enough on another day. And then... These guys are programmed so much to just swing the club that they kind of dance with the one they brought. Uh, Local lad Denny McCarthy starting to really make some noise. Talk to me, boys. And he's a good player. Best putter in the world. He's a good player. He has to be. He He is. Right? Why? Because he's not that long? Yeah, he's just just not a big boy. You know, he's a... He's a really nice kid, and um, and he's got a great putting stroke, and he's going to be a good, hopefully, a very good PGA professional. But he you, wins. Do you know Denny? Does I, he come I in? I don't here? know. I know some people who know him fairly well, but he he climbed up that board on on Sunday and or Saturday and Sunday, right? And and showed no How, signs. Of showed some down. moxie. How about yeah. the fire he showed on eighteen? He hit it right. 
He had a yeah. he had two twenty something in, and he came up short, and the ball the unfortunately didn't land in the bunker. It landed in the oh, long right. grass, and he had that upslope shot, which he had to, he couldn't chunk it. He got it on the green, but I don't know if you saw that. He took a big divot out of it. Yeah, he yeah. was not happy. Yeah. Denny is known for his fire. He's got a ton of Good. fire. Good. Um, I've heard nothing but great things right. about yeah. Denny McCarthy. Uh, the course setup. Uh, did you like it? I, I was frustrated because they borrowed so many different holes from the Primrose 9 from the last time we saw this on TV in 99. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not what I remember from the Ryder Cup. They used that little dinky hole that goes down into the marsh area, that 110-yard par yeah. 3, which really gave guys fits. How does a 110-yard hole with a big green cause so much problems? I mean, it's same as Pebble Beach, the seventh hole of Pebble Beach. You know, it's just a little hole, and, and it's it's intimidating. It's um, There's no uh, spatial relations around it, so they just right. they, they suffer. And Sheffler, it was windy. I know, but Scheffler doubled when he hit it long, and it hit off the back sharp edge almost yeah, I mean, into yeah. the hazard. Big green at Brookline is still a okay. – you know, there are no big greens there. Uh, I thought the course setup was good. How about the coverage on NBC? That's <laughs> uh, not that Where good. do we start? Yeah, Too many commercials. Not- how about, the, too many how about the side-by-side? Why can't they show the graphics during the side-by-side to show what hole they're on, right. what their score is, instead of just a plain screen? Right. Uh, too many stories, too many showing we met's house for the fifth time and going back. and there's, It's too, more golf. Well, they also period. came back and Scheffler had made a birdie, I believe. Yeah. They didn't show it. How they showed no? another stroke. And it was on the leaderboard that he had made a birdie. Zabe, this is your department. How, yeah. how, about, how about a three-minute feature on a bartender who made a drink? Yeah, I mean, The Fernando. On. Right. Yeah. on a scale of give it, it's a <laughs> negative seven. Right. Like every club has a drink. Well, and if you watched, right? if you watched the coverage leading up to it on Golf Channel, you saw all this. Sure. Right. These stories sure. were already covered. See it. Yes. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Live guys fizzled. We'll talk more about Good. the Live coming up and their uh, their ability to win majors if they're playing in a lesser tour. Straight ahead, though, a quick nine. We'll run through nine hypotheticals plus some news from the world of golf as we are plausibly live this week post-U.S. Open at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner for the Capital Golf Gang. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. All right, we are back. Zabe here with John Ronis, Buddy Christensen, Ron Thomas. It's time for a quick nine. We go nine topics, nine quickies, some hypotheticals in here, some news as well. Hole number one, Nick Faldo retiring somewhat surprisingly as the lead analyst on CBS, Trevor Immelman, will take over. Thoughts? Well, I mean, the first thing is Immelman's a really nice guy. Right, and he Super has an nice. accent, which is nice. But That's I believe that the the replacement needs to be an antagonist. So, in other words, Immelman like and Johnny it's, Miller it's nice guy and nice guy with Immelman and Nance. So, I'd rather see a bit of an antagonist, almost like a Colin Montgomery, who's not well liked, but then will become like people have to work and they'll like him. I think Faldo became that way. 
Yeah, I think Faldo definitely lost his edge. And I was a big fan of Faldo in the booth for probably the first five to ten years. The last six, soft, yeah. going through the motions. I almost, Ronnie, could hear in his voice Nick Faldo thinking, ugh, I'm in Memphis right now. Right. <laughs> it's right. hotter than the sun. Yeah. I, I, Oof, I'm in Hartford I, right now. Faldo was one of my Faldo was one of my favorite players when he was playing. It was really? just something I loved it. I loved the way yes. he went about his business. But recently I feel like he's been missing it a little bit in the booth. You know, he's had a couple little run-ins, couple th- th- what he did. The Masters. He had the Masters yeah. where he said uh he basically um, broke the story. Told, broke the story yeah. of Rory making the bunker shot, uh, but I, I wasn't that concerned with that. But I, I, I'm pretty astute, and I really listen to the announcers, and I don't forget about things that I don't overlook mistakes that are made. And I think Fauda was making a lot of mistakes. Oh and, yeah, down the stretch, and his he, heart was into it, buddy. Well, these guys, they got a lot of coverage to do nowadays, right? It used to be. Way back in the day, a couple hours, and then it was you know four or five hours, and now it's it's they're not there all day every day, but there's a lot to do, and I'm sure he was kind of just walking through the motions toward right. the end because I felt the same way. I, I I've not enjoyed him as much recently. Yeah. The thing about Immelman that kills me is this accent act. CBS is in love with the accents, and I mm-hmm. like a good South African accent or Australian accent, or even English accent. But that's seemingly all they hire. There's no assessment of, is he bringing something to the table? And you're right, I didn't think about the syrupy factor. You got nice guy in Nance, yeah. nicer guy in Immelman. Yeah. It's going to be Even a, Azinger had a bit of an edge Azinger as a player. does have and an he's, edge. He's, he's really good. How about yeah. Lanny Watkins? He was a bit of a yeah. prick on he's air. A which a tool. He, <laughs> he's kind yeah. of a tool. Well, who would, yeah. you, who would you use I'd, then? I'd tell you the guy that has impressed me. I don't know if he got a run or not. Justin freaking Leonard. I love Justin Justin Leonard. Leonard, I think, is outstanding. And I love Duvall. Yeah, Duvall's Duvall's kind of out of the mix now. He's not on. I mean, he does periodic stuff. But anyway, all right. Hole number two. Grayson Murray had a club-throwing meltdown Sunday at the Open and then afterwards clapped back at critics saying he doesn't care what they think. (laughs) Is he right? Go to the live. I uh, <laughs> there's just something about watching these guys do this that is appealing to me. And it's I, like they're I, about I, to yeah. rip off their diaper and I, throw it down I, the no, street. You know, I don't know. Like, I just love the raw emotion. And now I don't know if he's going. There are going to be repercussions for what he did, but I, I love. I don't that, love that but these I just, guys. Can, they're pro golfers. Yes. that they can be reduced to tantrum phase. Anytime you see a grown man on the golf course go through the tantrum, you. You laugh first. Right. But you to always s- laugh first, and then you're like, whoa. But to see a tour player do it, there's just something about it. Like yeah. when Rory throws it, threw his club into <laughs> right. the, the water. Yeah, I mean, I right. just enjoy it for right. some reason. And then Grayson snapped another one oh, yeah. over his knee. Well, yeah. they were literally showing that shot. You knew something was up because it, it was a nothing shot. didn't really mean anything. He pulls it in the stuff. You're going, all right, why are we watching this? And then mm-hmm. you see him snap it over his knee. He's like, all right, okay. that's why we're watching Okay, it. but that said, John, you work with juniors all the time, and you say that. They watch everything, and they copy most things. Oh, totally. If it's acceptable, if there's no ramifications, so, then they're going to do that too. But then so they have when, to go home and ask their dad for a new club. <laughs> <laughs> so when Grayson Murray basically defiantly says, I don't care, screw you on Twitter, is he wrong? I think he's no. wrong. 
I, he's I, totally I think, wrong, in his, wrong in his actions and his voice, but he's if there's no ramifications, then he's right. Okay. He do whatever well, he wants. But my, my point is he brags about, ah, you know, this yeah, is what I do. I, I say, so if you were in contention, would you do that? No one cares. Well, no, about, no, no, no. If I was in contention, I wouldn't do that. And then I say, but you were in contention to at least – Move up a couple spots, which is more money. The purpose of golf, Ron, is to compete as hard as you can all the way to the end. No one cares about Grayson Murray. Okay, fine. Yeah. And he has that reputation. Somebody, so somebody said that he was part of this uh, 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 marketing group, uh, agent group, that has a lot of guys that went to the live. And they said, in, in, in another example of how, uh, uh, what's his name, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan. Jay Monahan can't catch a break because Murray was the one guy they didn't offload to the live. <laughs> exactly. Funny. Okay, hole number three. Do we have to skip? Can we skip this yeah, one? Yeah, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> what is it? You, I didn't read, you it. didn't read it? Hole All right. number three. Oh, boy. Do you like private clubs where you can accidentally <laughs> see naked men walking around Stop. while you are eating lunch? In the locker room. I don't like it. I mean, I'll go to the club, but I don't I, like it. Say, so, okay, that's say, all I want to I, think, it's a, I think this is a good time to come out on the air and say, I really enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, who can answer the question with, I really enjoy it? I love seeing naked okay. men. Oh, my God. God. I wish they were eating lunch. It is I, I, Pride I, Month. I, yeah. I phrased it incorrectly. Yes, you yes, did. Yes, did. Do you enjoy it? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, goody. This Give me a hamburger and a naked man, please, and maybe a milkshake. Thank sir, you very much. This has been a great sir, we have a we, Sir, we have a table down yes. in the dining room. Now, let me eat up in the locker room. We just had the president of Club Corp. I just left the club. The president of Club Corp was there right before I left. I said, could we just maybe think about more naked men? Yes. Yeah. yeah I think that would help. Okay, hole say, number four. I meant to say, do you mind? Yes. Yeah. That's well, better. Uh, we're not going to answer that question because you wrote, do you enjoy? And I Love it. <laughs> I'm not, for the record, I'm not wild about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, club right, traditions are club traditions. Hole number four. If club pro guy really built three Jack National on that old abandoned shopping mall lot next to Highway 635 in Kansas City, Missouri, would you travel with buddies to play it? Sure. You would? Sure. Okay. Sure. Just to support... Someone who had an idea and a vision It'd and be did it. I don't care if it was garbage. Yeah, I'd Playing go. Playing the Why different not? hole names, 20-car pileup is hole number now, one. You would find a couple nice private clubs in the area that you'd You're go right, on the right. other days. Well, but sure. Why not? Right. Why not? Okay. Ronnie, would you when play I, it? When I scroll through Instagram, which is more often than I'd <laughs> like to admit, when I see a, a new content or any new content from Club Program, I literally it's, get excited. It's must, yes. must watch. Must watch. Yeah, I'm exactly. giddy about it. Yeah. Right. I think he's the most genius uh, guy out there. I think that there's going to be a movie eventually. I would go play because I w- it wouldn't surprise me if it turned out to be a great golf course. Yeah. All right. you know? one, of the, one of the whole names, buddy, is called Killbox <laughs> because it's a par four that cuts literally across right. the fairway of another one because yeah. the footprint is so Not small. only am I going, I'm, I'm buying up the, the, the merch, the, the, the merch. merch yeah. in the shop yeah. 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 big yeah. time. By the way, you can buy the blueprint of the layout online. <laughs> That's framed. cool. Yeah. Okay, hole number five. Rank the following architects. Tom Fazio, Pete Dye, Jack Nicholas, Robert Trent Jones. Yes, I left a lot of guys out of there, including Reese Jones. 
But those are the four I picked. I didn't want to get into more than that. Rank them. I will go. First, that is uh, not on the list, but I have to put it on there. Core and Crenshaw are the best. That's, okay. that's exactly yeah, right. Fazio would be next. Pete Dye. Uh, Robert Trent Jones. You know, we, we don't know a lot about the senior. A lot of people don't know if they're playing a senior um, course, Robert Trent Jones Sr. because Or junior. Yeah. Or, or Reese. Yeah, or Reese. But And then, I mean, I have to put, sorry, Ronis, Nicholas, bottom of the list. Oh, you son yeah. of a bitch. That's you don't fine. appreciate my designs. That's fine. I like Pete Dye golf courses because they're just, you don't know what you're going to get and they're fun. Um, and yeah, I just like get things, railroad ties. Yeah, I just like things that are appealing to look at. I mean, I have no problem with you're that. You get a hard par three on 17 yeah. and a dog leg next to a lake on 18. Yeah, that's fine. I have no problem with that. And then, because TBC Sawgrass is my favorite course on the planet. Um, and then I'd go Nicholas, and then everyone else will just, uh, okay. you know, Body. go. Um, I'm, I'm probably with Ron for the most part, although you, you think about some of the courses these guys do. There's some that are very high and some that are very low that, that the different ones do. So the Dye, I really enjoy, you know, Whistling Pete Dye Club in uh, West, West Virginia, Virginia is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Right. Just a great. So I, I've always enjoyed those Dye courses. Okay. So Dye is one. Did, did you have your four? Dye, Fazio, Nicholas, RTJ. What's your ranking? Dye, Fazio, RTJ. Wow, Nick Jack getting disrespected. And, and that's not, yeah, and I, uh, and I like some Nicholas courses. Uh, I put Fazio one. I think he builds the prettiest courses with the most beautifully thought-out green complexes. Bunkers are awesome. Nicholas is my number two. I think he gets uh, dissed unfairly. Pete Dye three and RTJ four just because he's getting dated. Okay, hole number six. Which is the weaker year for major winners? I went back to look. It's like, what is the well, year by year? What do we got? I forgot 2009 had Angel Cabrera at the Masters. Uh, Lucas Glover at the U.S. Open. Stuart Sink, stunning uh, 61-year-old Tom Watson at the Open. And then Y.E. Yang holding off uh, Tiger at the PGA. Cabrera, Ooh. Yang, Glover, and Sink. That's Oofa. a bad year. 2003, <laughs> though, hold my beer. Mike Weir, Sean Michiel, Jim Furyk, Ben Curtis. I think they're all. I think they're both equally as weak, if you will. But I don't look at it like that. I think that they created some great storylines. Uh, of course, we had Y.E. Yang beating Tiger that year. That mm-hmm. was a wonderful storyline. And you can't get a better storyline. Although we all wish Watson won, but right. I think about that pretty often. I think if I was Stuart Sink, I would have laid down. Isn't it amazing? Oh I would, who, boy, I would have yeah, been all time. And, and Lucas Glover is a really close friend of our friend Mike Muir, an occasional person. Uh, on the show, who, by the way, is playing in the Senior Open this year as a nice. professional. Oh, nice. um, so, And Sean McKeel, an Indiana Hoosier, played for the Hoosiers. Mike Weir, great story. <laughs> and everybody loves Furyk. So they're equally as weak, but I don't look at it like that. I think they were great storylines. Only Furyk is a Hall of Famer. Cabrera's in jail. Yang, Glover, Weir, and Curtis <laughs> fell off the map after these majors. Two weak years. All right, you don't want to answer, we move on. Nah. Hole number seven, what's the best innovation or tweak to the old charity scramble that you have seen in the last 20 years? Unfortunately, the old charity scramble has become, for the most part, an irredeemable death march uh, yeah. of six hours. Yeah. The most important it, thing, the most important thing to put in a charity scramble is no score higher than par. Wow. You have to. Okay. Because otherwise, change it to 14 holes or 12 (laughs) holes or something. Because it is so long. And look, we run them. And uh, oh, my goodness, it is a disaster how long they take. Any good innovations? 
I played one concept, and you couldn't do this in a charity event, but where you got to sit out, and you, you start with, we did this with Callaway. You start with your four people. Everyone hits their drive. Take the best drive, whatever drive you want. That guy has that to sit out. out. Then the next three step hit aside. their next shot. Step aside. Whoever Scram. hits that, step aside. Yeah. Now you're down to two guys. They hit the putt. Well, that's kind of Now fun. you're down to one. And then all of a sudden, he misses that par putt. Now all four are back in there hitting the fifth shot. Or okay. On the par five. So I thought that was a, you couldn't do that in a charity. But you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to hit 18 drives and have to sit in a cart all day long. But that's true. I never. Yeah. I wouldn't be sitting in Ronnie, the cart. Yeah. Uh, do I you just, even play charity? Yeah, you know, I, I just played in the University of Maryland Friends Golf Outing, which is a fundraiser for the University of Maryland Golf Course because we don't get enough money from the state. As I turn sideways and say that, so they yeah. use it to raise money, but it's a shamble. And yeah, I'll meeting. play in a shamble. You yeah. hit, take You'll everybody play in a hits because you're a player. Every, but I, I take a everybody look. hits the drive, and then you take the best drive, and then yeah. everybody plays the their ball in from, from there. That would really yeah. be an eternity. That's, yeah, if they're if they're bad well, players, but that's what we play at our. Par oh, no, no, we just play a best ball at our UConn fundraiser. All right. Yeah, so rank the following golf movies: hole number eight, Caddyshack, Tin Cup, Greatest Game Ever Played, Happy Gilmore. I'm not a big Happy Gilmore fan, but um, Caddyshack is. The greatest golf movie the goat. ever. Okay. Um, and then Who's after that, two? after that, I'm sure there's some others. But Tin I, Cup too. I, I don't, I, there aren't there many are others. Right. They're all right. You yeah. know, there's the Randy Quaid movie. Um, yeah. Uh, Dead Solid Perfect. That's, right. That's garbage too. They, that's a the, cult the movie. Greatest it's not very game good. ever played is I haven't seen it. I told you last week. It's good. I heard that's a great movie. It's, so I wouldn't say great. It's good. Yeah. So I'll put that third. Caddyshack is maybe the best movie ever. Yeah. That's so, a great movie. Wow. So I, I got to say Caddyshack, and then you know Ten Cup probably number two. Happy Gilmore. I'm, I have not seen the Greatest Game either. Okay, it's, it's very good. Caddyshack, and then Greatest Game Ever Played for me. I've never seen Ten Cup or Happy Gilmore. And Happy Gilmore. I have funny. no. I have no interest. It's in funny, but it's just, you know. Are you too good for those movies? No, I, I'm. I'm just not into We're it. Strap you down and make you watch. Them. <laughs> never What's watched. Wrong them? with you? I don't. I don't I've like Costner, and I don't like Adam Sandler. I like Adam Sandler. <laughs> So, but I don't, I don't know really how else to say it. You have to do a whole separate show about why he doesn't like Kevin Costner. Because they can't act. <laughs> I mean, that's why. <laughs> they can't act. Okay. Uh, no Legend of Bagger Vance nods here. Oh. That was a terrible movie, by the way, even though Will Smith is a uh, great actor with anger issues. Mm-hmm. And then the other movie, <laughs> the other movie I highly recommend is the Sevy movie. Oh, that's that the best great. movie. That Inter- is great. Interweaves actual footage of him yep. playing with a theatrical cast that's well done, showing his upbringing about that? Padrona. Now, what about the Ben movie. Hogan movie? Remember that? Follow the Sun? Follow the Sun. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that one, but I got to work on it. I haven't it. either. Okay, finally, hole number nine. How many strokes per round do you think marking a line on your ball with a Sharpie does to line it up. That is a great question. How many strokes per round? Zero. You sure about that? When not I put the point two six strokes? Absolutely not. When I put the ball down putting, because putting is so easy, I put just black, a blank, blank white I want to stare at. You want to see just Line up white. the line on my putter yeah. and just putt. I was a better putter when I did that. I don't know why I use the line, because every so time I line? stand, I swear when I line it up, it's perfect. Then I stand over it, and I'm like, oh, no way. I'm not putting that way. No. Then I adjust it while I stand over it. Yeah. Buddy? I'm going to hit a little cut with that putter. No, I like using the line. I can't say if I'm a better putter because of it or not. All right. Many ball makers, in fact, almost all of them, put a line or at least a label that can be used as one, so you don't have to put it on. Correct. But you do sell the little uh, stencils that yeah. allow Still you to sell do those, but yeah, more and more are doing it with the ball. It is very beneficial. I just don't use it. Yeah. 0.39. 
strokes per round. <laughs> okay. By Very good. Zabe metrics. All right, coming up, final segment here on the Capital Golf Gang. The Live Tour strengthens, and the LPGA Championship is in town at Congressional. Stay with us. It's the Capital Golf Gang at Golf Dome. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, Airborne. All right, we are back at Golfdom. Come on down, get yourself stocked up for the summer. Buddy has absolutely oodles and oodles of stuff, equipment, bags, apparel, you name it. Come on down, and if you can't get on down here to Tyson's Corner, go to GolfdomGolf.com. John Rodas, Director of Golf at River Creek, is with us as well. Buddy Christensen and Ron Thomas. Boys, the Live Tour has strengthened over warm water. This week, two more. Top 20 players, Abraham Answer and Brooks Kepka. What do you make of the latest defections? Well, I, I, I don't, it doesn't do anything for me. I mean, not Kepka. Bruce. Kepka's not Bruce a big Kepka. fish. Kepka's a big fish, I guess, for the Saudis until they hate him also. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't enjoy watching Kepka. I'm glad he's out of the mix. But... I will say on a much larger scale, there's going to have to be a step up, and I think it's going to be the Masters that's going to have to step up first. We have to eliminate these guys from major championships. So you think the Masters has to step up and stop ball, Ronnie, as they say, and and pick up hoops, right? Yeah. Guys dribbling up, stop ball, stop stop ball, ball, stop ball. You think the Masters has to do it. Do you think the Masters will do it? No, because I think their fields are too small. I think that they need these guys. Well, they don't need anybody. I got to be careful about that. But how many of the live guys were masters eligible last year? All of them. Well, top. Well, they would have had to 50, be right. Yeah, eight of them, at least eight, maybe okay. more. Well, you got some that'll be eligible for life, forever. Yep. Yeah. Right. Sergio would be and one more of them. Well, DJ. DJ. Uh, Phil, DJ, Patrick yeah, Phil. Reed, Phil, Patrick Reed. <laughs> Phil. I, it's it, gonna be like a live reunion at Augusta yeah, right. if they don't ban them. I'd like to play. answer this question. Yes. You said, "How big is the Brooks Kepka signing? Who's next?" I think that the the Kepka signing is big for the PGA Tour because it eliminates a bad guy. I think. Yeah, a wow. bad. So I think that this is only. I think that all these guys are doing the tour a favor. And really? I mean that because there are enough good young players. Look at what we've got occurring. Look at what right. we have occurring. Sam Burns, Zalatoris, Zalatoris, Sam Scheffler, Burns, these guys. Get them and out. More coming. Yes. See ya. I'm there say, are enough good players. To, that I'm, are, I'm totally with you on the live tour, right? I, I can't stand it. I, I wish it never existed. And, I, and I, I, I wish these guys would just never play again. However, being the devil's advocate, as I was going to 7-Eleven, this popped in my mind the other day. Isn't what Phil Mickelson set out to do working which if he is set out to make the pga inherently change some yeah, of the things he, that they're he said doing, they would and well that we'll get to their working. response yeah we'll get to their response i want to talk about kepka for a second i think he might have as many regular tour wins as majors right he's got four majors mm-hmm. i don't think he has many much more than four tour wins i think that's right yeah. and his whole mo has been 
I don't really care about the regular tour. I just win majors. You've this been game's saying- easy. You guys are losers, nerds. I'm a baseball player. I wish I could play baseball, but that's fine. I'll play golf and beat you guys anyway. You've been saying yeah, that all along. That's been his M.O. So yeah. this is the perfect landing spot for him. He also clowned himself the way he answered questions before the tournament. Totally. Like, yeah. you guys are throwing a black cloud over this. I'm just, I haven't given it much thought. Monday, gone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, come on. He was one, almost the first guy you thought would go, yeah. right? As yeah. far yes. as personality yeah. and how character. Yeah. Character is the word here. I'm Low he character loves, guys. He loves being an athlete celebrity. And the money will give him. More I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think you lose. A, you might be very wealthy, but it's a lot of CEOs out there that no one knows who you are, and you're worth you know a couple billion. Right. But he'll be wealthy, but no one will know him anymore. Well, that's the one thing about the Live Tour that you know I think a lot of people are overlooking. Guys get famous golf wise. They get some rep by winning a major, being on the Ryder Cup team, or being on CBS or NBC at five o'clock on a Sunday. When middle-aged men are trying to get a nap in. That gives, and that, that's, that's lacking on the live tour. Right, you know, it's a tour absolutely. that is existing deep in the forest. If a tree falls, does anyone hear it? Yeah. yeah. And I will be very, very, very disappointed if my organization, the PGA of America, allows these guys to play on the Ryder Cup team. Well, that's going to be, be another very, big one very right disappointed. There. Well, and, and, I mean, Brooks, I don't think, was shocking, right? That's, that's yeah. done now. Answer was a little weird out of left field. But not really a, a big thing. I'm looking up. Xander has been rumored. There's some rumors of, of uh, Hovland, I heard. Like, if one of those guys goes, that's going to be get interesting. I Younger don't think guys who are really good. That are really good, yep. Yeah, that'll and, be interesting. All right, so the tour has responded by saying they're going to create their own set of eight big money events, limited field, with $20 million purses based on the top 50 in the FedEx Cup Final standings from the year before. They're also going to get rid of this stupid carryover schedule, which I never thought was a good idea. People have said, oh, why didn't you come out with that in the first place? Or, oh, you found $160 million in purse money lying around? Interesting. Are those fair criticisms? Yeah, they're very fair criticisms. But, again, they're going to have to, they're going to, have to compete with this this rabid dog that's out there i mean you have to do something and they'll they'll do what they need to do but they're going to have to lean on the history and the integrity of the pga tour as well Well, and they did try to lean on that right out of the gate i don't understand why they didn't do this earlier if they did this earlier you know now maybe they start with your best salvo first right yeah and maybe maybe they wanted all those guys gone like you said ron those guys are gone certain personality groups and now maybe they'll just keep everybody else in-house by, by doing it now. I don't know. I, I thought they should have done that You also got to be careful ago. not to empty the cupboard. I mean, you might have $160 million, you say, but you got to save it for a rainy day, too. You never know what's right. going to happen with sponsorships and things sure. like that. So, um, you know, they might be emptying the cupboard completely. Sorry about my phone. That's kept up. That- <laughs> Let me get on the show. Uh, somebody had the best tweet, though, about the guys who have left. They said, there are no villains left. Right. And I thought, wow. Reed, Kepka, DeShambo, Nah, Sergio, Rory Sabatini. He's is he on the live? <laughs> no, I don't know. The, no, no. He might be still but, on the PGA but, Tour. But but those five guys had a real hateable edge by some. This you know, yeah. This game doesn't need a villain. That's the you know we don't need a villain. We don't need a Kyrie or a Draymond or any of these guys. What? We don't need it. There's. <clears throat> the, the, 
the Look, best Justin part Thomas, of the hold on the best thing that's going to come out of this is we're going to get to see young players that are as good as any of those guys that are playing every week on NBC or CBS that are playing into Corn Ferry playing for leading money winner right now at like $295,000 through yeah. this many events. Yeah. No way. Bring yeah. them up and, and we're going to see some players. Ron brings up a good point. I was watching that US Open and my wife said, who, who are you rooting for? I'm like, I don't even know who I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for all these guys. Like, this is pretty awesome. Now, I, growing up, I rooted against certain guys and four other people. But yeah, they, you rooted against certain guys because they were the ones who would possibly beat your guy. Correct. You know, I didn't like Tom Watson because he challenged Same Nicholas. Way. Correct. Right? Yep. Watson's a great guy. Yep. But, you know, it's something that y- you really have to take a look at. Not everyone loves Justin Thomas. He's got a little bit of an edge to him, yeah. right? So He's, you're going to yeah. find a little villain, but you're right, not a bad guy. But just a little one of those guys. Eh, I don't the really the love game him. will create what yeah. it will create. Yeah, I don't need these. Ke- I don't need the Kepka strut anymore with yeah. the shirts and the. <laughs> glad that's one less right. Nike guy I have right. to look at. To right. be honest, <laughs> with those hats and the awful yeah. shirts, yeah. and yeah. it's just awful. And the big fake teeth. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Wife, wife. awful! <laughs> oh, ludicrous! I can't listen. I wedding. Get, I'm here for two things on the live tour: the first Patrick Reed cheating scandal, Ooh. and the first. Kepka, DeChambeau, dust up. I am here for it. Yeah, Give me my great. popcorn. I'm ready to see it. Okay. Uh, the LPGA championship is at Congressional. That's why John Gould is not with us today. I'm um, looking forward to seeing the new Congo on television. How do you think it's going to be received? No one knows the old Congo. So, I mean, I mean, I mean yes, they do for majors that, that we've had. I don't know. I, it, I don't think it's going to be many people watching it. Okay. I'll be but, there. I'm going I, tomorrow. But how do you think the new congressional will be They're going to love it. Okay. They're going to love it. Okay. It'll be interesting to see I, how you know, it plays. Tour players, even you know the ladies, they're, they're particular about their courses. They might think some things are unfair. We're going to find Andrew out. Andrew Green, who was kind enough to walk us around in the spring uh, last year. Was it last year yeah. or this year? The I years love it. fly by. Uh, he was the lead architect on the redesign and had some fascinating concepts. Some of them, I'll admit, I'm like, I don't know about this, but you're the guy moving the dirt, not me. I think that they're just going to appreciate being at Congressional, being at yeah. one of the great clubs yep. in the world. They are looking for that equitable approach to the It'll game, nice and they're and playing stimulating one of, on TV. They're playing one of their major championships yeah. at Congressional. That's hey, great. before we go, I just want to give a shout out. The Maryland State Golf Association just held their junior amateur the past two days and Winston played in it for the oh, first good. time he struggled a little bit but uh, the Maryland State puts on a great event and Thomas Chalfont from Bethesda Country Club won out at Maryland Golf and Country Club nice. at one under par in a playoff and John you had some guys out there and right. I'm sure I did good run boys as always thank you buddy appreciate it have a great weekend everybody get out there play some golf and we'll see you next time on the Capital Golf Gang presented by Golf Company.